0: Hey guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com, here to introduce an episode of NMS 60. And NMS 60 is a show that we used to edit together um, after the live New Music Saturday show um, and before we used to put the show up on different podcast apps. We used to edit together one hour best of or best bits uh, show from that weekend. And we used to give it to a whole range of um, internet and FM radio stations across the world um, and they used to play at different times throughout the week and <clears throat> they scheduled it in uh, played the show and you got kind of a best bits, so then you could go back and catch up uh, if you wanted to hear the show in full on our website and things like that and um, we decided to put all the NMS 60 episodes up on uh, these podcast channels just to, you know for historical reference and for you guys to hear them we really hope you enjoy them and um, for all the latest episodes flip up to the front and we'll, we'll keep uploading them every week head over to newmusicsaturday.com as well and you can find links to our youtube channel some great bonus content uh, including some bonus episodes on spotify and other places um and and just links to our socials and stuff like that you can sign up to the mailing list as well and we'll send you uh, roughly a weekly email that kind of says this is this is the show this week and this is what we've been up to and stuff like that so thank you so much for your support really hope you enjoy nms 60 and do check out the full shows as well cheers guys Hi, this is Harry. Five. this is Brian. My name's This
1: is Nate from Shade of the Sun. This is Jess from Shade Lab. You're listening to Dr. Bones. Dr. Bones, and my Dr. Bones, and my Dr. Bones, and my, Bones and, my Bones. and you're listening to the New Music Center. This is Martin from Dirty Rock. JJ from Juxtap.
2: but you know we're on now so uh tonight uh, it's myself dr bones as usual and the guitarist that everybody wishes they were Mike one and five <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> and then our special musical guest tonight for part one is none other than the, the lovely diesel Me. welcome to the show good evening uh we have your track 20 days which we've played a number of times already now <clears throat> what what was the the thought process behind the song like where'd you come up with the idea for it
3: Well, this this particular song, um, I think, you know, like when you're looking forward to something, you're sort of counting down the days. I think um, us girls, sometimes we count days after things as well, or or in between certain situations. And um, this particular um, track was actually written after the breakup of my relationship. And I remember not hearing anything, and sort of being left in the dark. And it sort of got to 20 days. And it, that sort of really stuck in my head. And then, obviously, the best medicine for any um, heartbreak is uh, picking up your guitar and writing some music. So, and, and the 20 days just kind of stuck with me, and, and that kind of song came about.
2: Right on. Just, uh, I was like, well, you sent me like a, a, like a blog kind of interview uh, with you from not too long ago and i said that you were a previous band and then you went solo what was the why did you decide to go from a band to kind of going out on your own
3: um well I, it's always something that i kind of been meaning to do but i kind of get sidetracked if you like and, and get into bands and and i play in a number of, of other bands sort of that people that write their own music and they need either you know a guitarist or a bass player and in the in the bands that i, I was in when i as much anger, I was writing a lot of the stuff, um, and it it was, you know, it was just a great, great time, you know, you always sort of did stuff with your friends, and, or, you know, that's just kind of what was happening, and the solo thing kind of came out a bit later on, because all your friends have kind of grown up and got responsibilities, and aren't always available to <laughs> do all the music, um, so you kind of think, right, I'm going to record this myself, and that's kind of, you know, you, you sort of... Just have to rely on yourself, and um, obviously, you know, I have lots of friends that do music. but You kind of want to express yourself as you get older, and you kind of maybe get a little bit more stubborn if you like, sure. and not not wanting to, you know, sort of if you've got an idea of how something should sound, and you're in a band and you've got other influences and people wanting to put their spin on it. If it doesn't suit you or it's not really the direction you want to go then that's when kind of problems arise so if you kind of do it yourself and just record it how you want it
2: to sound then there's there's no problem <laughs> well fair enough i just wondering because sometimes people say go solo because they like being a band but you know there, there's only so much uh they can they can put into it meaning like they'll put their two cents in but it's kind of it's it's like listen to but may not use completely the way you want it to go and that sort of thing. So. I mean, <clears throat> I was just curious uh, uh, as to why, because like, I know a lot of people that have done that in the, in the past. It makes perfect sense. So, I'm going to pass the mic over here to Mike. Ha, 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 no pun intended.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never said that before. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. I know. Uh, go. <laughs> Welcome hello. to the show. Um... I, well, I was going to ask you uh, so like there's uh, loads of stuff I get from that song it's kind of like it's rocky and it's poppy and it's got a little bit of country in it almost and there's some really cool harmonies and stuff so I was quite fascinated first of all like how would you describe yourself to someone that's say tuning in and never heard you and then say, linked to that I suppose what what are your kind of you know who, who you influenced by what kind of things do you listen to and where do you come up with your sound and stuff like that
3: yeah that that's a really difficult question when somebody asks you um who do you sound like because we all want to not sound like anybody else i suppose we all want to sound yeah. <laughs> different and new um but i guess my my sound actually kind of comes from growing up um in the 70s and early 80s which was a really rich time for music and you know, if you look back at the charts, they had so many different bands and things happening. You, know, you up the to Top of the Pops and there was all sorts going on. So I think it kind of just came from the era that I grew up in, I think. And I was lucky enough to have um, a musical family. And my, my folks ran a, a rehearsal studio, a music shop, in Putney. Um, oh, cool. So that was really good because we'd get all these bands coming down and loads of different bands and at the time, um, you know, quite a few names that were just kind of starting to happen or or you'd look back now and think, wow, what an amazing, you know, influence on on the music.
0: Yeah, I suppose that makes sense because you're right, there there was so much diversity uh, in popular music then and... You know, now, now I think what's interesting is that you know you can, you can hear all kinds of music pretty much anywhere. But actually, in mainstream and popular music, there's really not a lot of diversity anymore. Yeah, if you've got that um, uh, kind of backdrop of absorbing all of that music when it was fresh and new and everything was different, I suppose uh, I suppose that makes sense in terms of feeding into uh, uh, in, in, into what you do now.
2: So. We're going to get to uh, the second single here by Diesel May. One's called, one's called 20 Days. Dig this. <laughs> Days Diesel May. Uh, I've we've commented on the song many times, but it's a great tune, and uh, I know that I was pointing out that uh, it sounds like a little bit country there, and there 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 is like mixed alternative, but it's a cool mix, and like, I love the vocals. It just it's, it's a really a very very catchy tune. Something something I've always got into like super quick, and I love this tune, Mike.
0: Yeah, I mean, for, I've, I've said loads of times that I just think this is a really really cool tune. It's it's, it's like. It's really catchy, the vocal harmonies are great, the way the uh, guitar sort of breaks down and comes up and everything is cool. I just think in terms of songwriting, it's it's a really accomplished tune, so well
4: done. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) We dig. (laughs) We dig it a lot. Thank
2: you very much. So uh, the the next question would be is uh, when is the next single coming up, and is it going to kind of follow the same guidelines, or is it going to be a little bit different?
3: That's a very good question. <laughs> um, we, we've we been in the studio quite a bit this year working on stuff for next year. And um, we obviously, we're doing it ourselves it's, it's independently. The nice thing is you don't have um, any particular schedule to work to, no deadlines of a record company saying you've got to have this ready by this date and this date. So we, we kind of just... Go with the flow with regards to um, what's going on, because obviously, you know, we Jack, who I work with, he's self-employed producer, mix engineer. He's got other projects that come up. Um, I run my own business as well, and also trying to juggle the music thing between work. So it's kind of like looking for all the open when you know you're actually going to be able to dedicate. Um, lots of time to the promotion a it. It's all very well having these things, but if you don't follow it up with, you know, plugging the radio stuff and right. going to do some shows and that sort kind of thing, it, you know, you might as well not release oh. anything. But you really have to follow it up and sort of to get everything in place at the moment for the video. Um, Slimmed down to get in those leather trousers that I bought to wear in it. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing. So I, I
0: need to get Christmas out of the way. God, that's not going to help. <laughs> All those, uh, you know,
2: boxes of Quality Street, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's never a good time of year to record a video. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so good, but look at me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get to our next to the night, and we're, we're, we're kind of on, 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 on a... Yeah, right. We're continuing on with the Swiss Condition. This one's called 999. Dig this. with 999, jump from 999 or 000, but a great tune, it reminded me so much, so much of old school nails, like Man Rake like Pretty Hate Machine and you no know, it's kind of weird because it was a mix of Pretty Hate Machine and The Fragile. I mean they're, they're years apart obviously and about 10 years or so roughly, but man the combination of that stuff was awesome and like, like we said before, and he'll be coming back on soon with us. So, a big shout out to our our fellow uh, brother at VenomS, one man standing, Brian, uh, who uh, will be back soon, hopefully, to do a show with us. And uh, this is one of the bands he wants to walk in his basement so he can figure out what the hell they're doing because it, they're that, that talented.
0: Yeah, man, the this, sweetest this condition are just excellent. Uh, I say every time I play a trap with them, I'm just, I'm always blown away because it's that, it's so punchy and heavy and like there's you know, the industrial futuristic-y wow wow kind of thing is going on and then that vocal is just like boom and that's a powerful track that i mean that is basically a punk tune of synthesizers that is awesome i absolutely love that um, But yeah that's that's the sweetest condition <coughs> here in the sweet spot right there.
2: <laughs> oh absolutely next up we have oh this is a good one this is uh, a band just recently added to the list and uh this one is dandelion charm, and uh, dandelion charm. Uh, these, these they're, they're very cool. The song. It's called the birdcage. Dig this. Andy Lion Charm with Bird Cage. that was a fantastic tune, and uh, Gina from, this, uh, from Hands of Blue mentioned that she, she belongs in the 60s, and 100% agree, she had a fantastic voice, and that was very chill and very 60s, uh, 60s-ish um, <coughs> recorded and produced, Like I mean, that sounded fantastic, I really, really liked that, very mellow, but very chill tune, really, really good.
0: Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that tune. The, the everything about that was excellent, wasn't it? Just the the vocal harmonies, the structure of the song, uh the way that the, there was the kind of build up and then sort of drop down towards the outro. Um and it yeah, just the whole the whole structure that was really powerful, really anthemic, really epic kind of tune. I really, really enjoyed that. <laughs>
2: Right on. So next up, we have a song by a band called Scream of the Butterfly. Solid Ground. Dig this. the butterfly with solid ground what a great blues block tune that was man that was killer I, I what can you say about that man that was, that was a fantastic tune
0: yeah I, I, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> what do you say about that where do you begin um, mate I just uh hints of uh, the Datsons, uh, Leonard Skinner a bit of Alice in the vocal that guitar solo is top quality It's the way they're kind of it just kind of it does the lead bit and then it kind of goes a little bit riffy which i really like in guitar solos and people do that well i think that's really classy um and it's just like it's a driving tune yeah it's bang on that i really really like that that's uh that's my new favorite band right there uh, for, it's, it's just like um i said it with all sincerity it really is <clears throat> the whole ep i think it's called ignition i'm not sure what's the. yeah in- I suppose it's
2: an album. It's eight tracks, but yeah, it's it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. You hey know, and this is Doctor Boland for New Zealand Part Two with my co-host, the guitarist. Everybody wish they were Mike One to Five. Hello. And of course, our special guest who didn't join us next week, but we got him this week. Time. This is Manipulant. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Well, let's get right into it. So, your, your latest album, you sent me. And man, what a crazy mix of stuff. I have to ask you, like just your, just your, your song composure in general. How do you go about that? Like what's your like, kind of um, process to it?
4: I don't necessarily have a particular process I, I work with. Um, sometimes I'll have some lyrics and I'll build a song around that. Other times I'll just uh, the thing that's cool about reason is I can you know, punch in a drum beat and then start adding some keyboard to it and um, add some effects and, and do some different things to it and all of a sudden, I, it, you know, it becomes a song. And, and the other ideas, the, you know, the add-ons, the, the melodies, all that stuff starts following behind. Um, it, it's re- it really helps me as, as a creative tool having all the, all the options on it. So I, you know, to answer, I don't really have a specific um, method to compose so
2: so no plan of attack, essentially?
4: No, no not at all.
2: <laughs> right on. So we're going to get to our next song up of the night, and this is off the previous album. This one's called uh, Second Time Through. This is Manipulant. Dig this. Second time through, and a lot more. Two, pro- times, Two times through. Sorry, uh, a lot. <laughs> but I really liked it, and, and and it's such a kind of cool change in progression from from this album to the next one, and uh, I just really dug it. I just love what you've done with it, Mike.
0: Yeah, I really really enjoyed that, chain. It's interesting. One of my questions to you was going to be, um, you know, is this something that you've you've uh, you know, like the other stuff, is it solo, or is it, um, with a band, because it sounds really kind of real, and you were saying, um, <laughs> that it's, it's, it's with a band, but, uh, but you don't do that anymore. <laughs> right. You, yeah, in the,
4: a the, the, way. <laughs> the exchange was, I don't really like people, so, um, it's very, <laughs> to keep, Sorry. it's very difficult to keep, um, Mike, you know, you know, it's, you have different personalities, different schedules, and, um, it's just very difficult to be on the same page and I, I thought we at one point we had a very good good tight band um, that you know we were able to not practice really we would just show up for gigs and, and play and we would write songs you know in sound check <laughs> but uh, but it's um, it, it's a lot easier to write solo but I'm also you know I have limitations because I, I can't do as many things as I'd like to do, so I, I will very often bring in someone to do bits on on songs that I just can't do, or or if I'm stuck on an idea, I'll bring some you know fresh fresh ears in on it and, and get some input. So it's not completely solo, <laughs> but uh, I try to try to be as much as I can. Do you still play live? I I have done um, a couple of live shows in the past few years, and what it ends up being is I'll do some programming and, um, I'll get a guitar player or a bassist and, and, um, and, you know, it really limits what we're able to do, but, um, yeah, it's, it's not my favorite thing anymore. I used to love performing live, but I think, um, I'm very content, uh, sitting in a studio and recording and, and, and getting it out there to people, um, with an occasional show i think i'm, I'm more than happy doing a, sh- a show once in a while <laughs>
1: <Sure>. <laughs>
4: it's, uh, play, cause it's interesting we were talking to um
0: to diesel may earlier and uh, and and she was she was saying quite similar actually it's really difficult to you know when you've got uh, other people involved it's difficult to get them all together even just to rehearse let alone to put gigs or recording or You know whatever else, Um, and so she's kind of went out alone. But it it was fascinating because I certainly didn't realise. But she was saying that you know live she ends up doing these acoustic almost country um, versions of songs, and then you know in the studio it's it's all all the instruments and uh, all there and becomes a kind of full band. And there's this two different sides to it, which is interesting. But I I was the question I said I'd ask you. You sort of answered it, but I'll ask you the same anyway. Is kind of you know what. What are the biggest challenges? So although there's a lot of freedom of being on your own. What are the biggest challenges to to not having that, you know, um, uh, support of the the band behind you? So uh, apart from the obvious um, advantages of not having to organise people around their children and dogs and whatever else, but um, what what are, the, what are the bits that you miss out on from that experience? Do you think? What are the bits that you have to work harder to achieve?
4: Right. Uh, I I think um yeah. I did touch a little bit on it, but the biggest part is I think sometimes if you're just sitting there and you're cranking out one song after another without any input from anyone else, it can, um, you can stagnate yourself. And I think that's the biggest challenge is to not have every song sound like the last song. And when you have other members working with you on it, I think, um, that kind of sorts itself out and you've got people to check you on that but when you're on your own it's it's very difficult I think just to stay fresh and and have different ideas and not have you know just a stale boring sound alike album yeah it's almost like peer review you miss out on the uh, the the tweaks and the changes that happen and the the people who right that- no, that's that's too much like that. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> I drive I drive my friends crazy. I'm forever burning off CDs and saying, "Hey, listen to this." <laughs> People are just, they see me coming and they run now because mm. they know I'm going to make them listen to something I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not another not another tweaked version of that bloody
2: song. <laughs> run away! Run away! <laughs> um.
0: So my my next question was going to be what's what's next in the world of Manipulate? where are you where are you going to go from here what's what are your plans for the future
4: well very similarly similarly to um, what happened with uh, Dr Terenze, I sent an email to um, an artist I've admired for years and years um, with the track and he he liked it very much and, and he agreed to. Appear on my next album, and and that's the uh, legendary Lee Scratch Perry. Really? Yeah, he's um, very cool. (laughs) uh, If you guys know background on him, but he produced um, Bob Marley's early stuff. Yeah, he um, dozens of albums, prolific writer, still performing. He's uh, I think he's he's 81 now, and he's still still performing. So um, we are. I've i sent him the track. He's gonna he's touring right now actually in the U.S. Nice. And as soon as he gets back, he's he, he lives in Switzerland now, but he's going to be in Jamaica at the end of November at a, with access to a studio. So he's going to lay lay down the vocal tracks for for a couple songs, and um, hopefully we're able to get it out by sometime early in next year, January February. Um, nice. So that, that that's it, that's in the works. Um, I'm actually running, I hate to pimp like this, but I'm running a uh, rocket fuel crowdfunder on that so I can get the production quality where it needs to be. So uh, if you guys are interested in that, it's uh, rocketfuelhq.com/manipulant. I'd appreciate it if you stop by and.
1: Give that a look. I
0: don't, I don't
4: think there's anything wrong with plugging. I think that's what the show's all about. So don't, yeah,
0: right. <laughs>
1: don't,
0: don't worry about that. Um, and what we do is we'll tweet that link out as well and uh, get people involved. But that's incredible because I was going to say he must be pretty old now. 81, <coughs> if you say? Yeah, I think he's 81. That is phenomenal. What an absolute legend to have on a piece of art that you've created. That is fantastic.
2: Wow. So next up we're gonna get to a brand new song by Steele. Like I said, this was re recorded Master uh, and this was with his sister as well. This one's called Another Great Sunday. Dig this. Right on still with another great Sunday and it's an interesting story behind this one because he had noticed uh, a few kids with a guitar kinda of like pretty much as the sun was rising sort of thing, and he's like, No, that's a great idea for a tune and uh, he had such to do his backup vocals and man what a great tune and the piece must be out really soon, so all the time we've heard of all are gonna all be remastered. So uh man, <clears throat> it'd be so awesome, I can't wait. And we will have him on the show because we tried in the past, and uh, uh, he's a little bit it, Not a big deal; it happens because it's just one of those things. But uh, man, what a great tune!
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic tune. I love the way they it started off um, uh, you know, just in the acoustic and then built in the rest of the instruments. It's pretty cool. But yeah, it reminded me of uh, of like uh, stuff by like the Charlatans and bands like that. I Had that kind of nineties 90s, nineties um, 90s indie Britpop water. All- um, whatever you want to call it and um, going on it was it was a little bit funky as well Which I really like and it just it all came together so nicely. It was a really really good track uh, Quite again, quite anthemic and catchy and you know, he, he, uh, I can imagine that's the one that I'll wake up in the morning Well, <laughs> in the morning, it is the morning, uh, but I can imagine I'll wake up in the next couple of hours um, and, and be singing that tune when I wake up. It's, it's got that kind of thing which I think is
2: really cool So here we go the trend and show me the light. Dig this song that was and show me the light and uh have you seen light yes jesus h christ i've seen the light from blues brothers john belushi and man what a great tune that was it loved it and a great tune Like uh, yeah i can't get enough of that goes guys great tune
0: that's a fantastic tune yeah i just love the way that that drum beat just pumped all the way through it was almost like being at a rave uh, it was just fantastic, and then uh, the, the the lead bit at the end was so Noel Gallagher, it was unbelievable. It was just fantastic. Um, but yeah, the the whole team was excellent, and uh, and that whole uh, it felt you know again, it's got that kind of alternative '90s thing going on, which I absolutely love, and it's, right. it's ba particularly this year, you know, it hasn't escaped our attention if you're in one of these bands that that's a big thing now. Uh, but it's brilliant because it's mainly on the independent scene. So, you know, whatever he wants so and let these guys um, just, you know, play some real music because it really is fantastic. <laughs> it's properly cool. Exactly. Um, and I'm loving it,
2: man. So, we're going to come off a few early tonight, but uh, Last on the Night is a band called Me, Mom, and guitar And the only behind that song but the title, is, is that Henry Morgenthaler is an abortionist out of Montreal so there you go but uh, they have been on the scene for a number of years because they broke up and it was a number of years ago but a great band this album this is a song off their album Shiva Space Machine which is amazing the song is called No More Nervous Breakdown this is some good old Canadian fashion ska Do this there's a time when the
5: operation of the machine becomes so odious makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. And you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will...
2: Down. What a cool ass song it was, and such a nostalgic uh, kind of like, a relapse for me. Like great tune, love the band, and uh, man, I remember seeing about two or three times at least in Montreal because they're a montreal uh, baseball band. But great tune and great album. Human Space Machine is so tripped out. It's got a mix of uh, 3B Clown Heaven and Hell uh, with the new uh, stuff. Awesome album.
0: Yeah, that was fantastic. It's amazing. I was talking to someone. um uh, maybe two three days ago uh, and they said what sort of stuff do you play on the show and i was like well, well th- there's kind of everything because it's like you know it's a lot of rock music so there's kind of indian alternative or hard rock and blues and right anything in between um you know it's quite a bit of electro industrial synthy stuff and I was like, and we get quite a lot of punk, ska and garage, and that's what really gets me going sometimes, you know. It's just yeah, like, you hear a really good ska band, just like, come on! Oh, please. That was the prime example of that. It was just oh, it was so good. It reminded me of Spawn, who we played um, well, yep. quite a bit a few months back. Um, but just, and obviously that's because it's the same genre. Right. But that, that whole area of music is just so much fun and so good. And those guys... We're having a great time throughout all of that I wish I'd see them like that
2: way. and we'll have a lot more of them over the next couple of weeks so until next week Brilliant. this has been Dr. Bones and Mike one Five saying thank you so much for listening and a big thank you to Diesel May and Miniglip for the interviews it was a great show man we had a fun time tonight so until next time we'll talk to you soon Bones out